again to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I am Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. Let's start this episode with one of my favorite things to say out loud, and also quite possibly the name of my next band. Yes, I am talking about Murder Hornets. Murder hornets, dude. I love saying that. By the way, the actual name of the species is not murder hornets. It's Vespa mandarinia. So why do we call them murder hornets? Because fear sells, dude. Fear sells. Vespa mandarinia sounds like a pleasant orange moped. It doesn't sound like flying death insects from Gehenna. You see, people wouldn't blink an already paranoid eye at there being extra bee things in the world, but if you call them murder hornets, you've got my attention. You've got everyone's attention. You've got the world's collective paranoid attention. The thing is, though, that throughout history, this is a tactic that's always been used. People have been using this same fear technique to either spread hatred, dehumanize, or as justification for their acts against other human beings. That is our subject for today. Think, for example, about something horrible like slavery. How does one person find this acceptable toward another person or group of people? Dehumanization. If person one doesn't view person two as a person, let alone as an equal person, well, then person one can justify their behavior against person two. If you see the enemy, instead of seeing another person, same principle. This has happened throughout history everywhere in the world. In fact, it's a political strategy. Whether in wartime, when the thought was promoted that if it weren't for these other people, we, we would get what's coming to us. We would get what we deserve. But because of them, it's all their fault that we aren't getting what's owed to us. Or more recently, if not for these people of other cultures, of other countries, we would get what we deserve. This is nothing new. The Nazi regime basically created the Polish joke and made the word Jew a sinister word. These are people that you just can't trust. You're okay. You're great. But these people over here, they're bad. 
And what did they do? Essentially, they promoted an Aryan race and genocide. Well, not very long ago in the United States of America, the exact same thing was done. People from the Middle East who live in the United States, totally targets of distrust, and then making other cultures the root of all the American problems. Do you remember when the country was predominantly Caucasian? Those were the good old days with the good old boys. That's what we want. Let's bring those back. See, because you're great, but these other people over here, they're all bad. Inadvertently, the United States as well was promoting an Aryan race and genocide. The bottom line is, is that with people, if you make people afraid of something, they arm themselves. Isn't that true? If you make people afraid of other people, there is immediate defensiveness against the other group of people. That, to me, is almost worse than the original atrocities. I mean, and the atrocities really were atrocities. I'm not trying to downplay them. Think of it this way. The word minority in America is probably still going to be used to describe the same groups that it does even if that group becomes the majority, even if that group outnumbers the other group, they're still going to be called minorities. Count on it. Because a minority group, when called such to most people, or at least a lot of people, they're not thinking in terms of a smaller amount of people. So I'm a minority here because I'm the only one that shares this opinion. That's not the way people usually use that word. They're using that word, even if they're not thinking about it like that, to describe what they view instinctively passed down from generation to generation as an inferior group of people, a minority. Think about it. Technically, in 1865, slavery in America ended, at least on paper. But even now, even now, because of people having to have had dehumanized people to justify slavery, the stigma of one race being better than another race still permeates massive percentages of people. So how does this happen? Well, Psychology Today names some techniques used to dehumanize groups of people couple of steps here. Number one, if you want to dehumanize a group of people, you hint at the subpar intelligence or the morality of a group. In order for a minority group to become ostracized, the ego of the majority has to be assured of its own greatness. The majority needs to confirm that every other group is inferior. So you're playing to the ego, right? Number two, the use of infestation analogies. The majority group must be made to feel like this minority is a threat to their health or safety in some way. Number three, references and comparisons to animals. This again makes the majority feel like the minority is subhuman and inferior, allowing them to become more disposable. Finally, Threats of violence. 
this is where the dehumanization turns from a prejudicial issue to a precursor for violence and danger. So when a group is encouraged by a leader or fellow group member to become violent with the dehumanized group, mobs happen. People generally having been brainwashed that this human being is less than they are as a human being will often just follow along blindly because they've been primed with the idea that these individuals are inhuman. There seems to be little regard for morality at that point or consequence at that point because this is different. In other words, you see those people over there? They're just a big group of murder hornets. You can pick the race. You can pick the culture. You can go in any direction that you want. When people dehumanize other people, that's what they do. They take something that could very easily be called the Vespa Mandarinia and turn them into murder hornets. Brace yourselves, people. Don't get stung. Those people are murder hornets. So how do we contradict this? Well, I say perhaps we can instead meet individual people and then individually decide based on that person specifically if we would like to further make their acquaintance. And then here's the kicker, which a lot of times people don't think about they're going to do the same with us because we may be a murder hornet in their eyes too because stigmas exist in all cultures. So I say let's stop playing the fear game and look at people as individuals and take it from there. Though I, I will say this in conclusion, and I stand by this. Murder Hornets would be a killer band name. I'm still thinking about that. All I need now is the band. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist to shadow our overall theme. This time around, we have for you a Refresher podcast Rehumanization playlist. We're not talking about dehumanization. We're talking about rehumanization. This is a positive playlist. It's really easily to find on Spotify. You just type in refresher podcast dash rehumanization. So here's our, our songs. Number one is New Order with Dreams Never End. Number two, from their fantastic truth and soul record fishbone with one day then we have common people by pulp then we have the band oh okay and the song is called person we have enlightenment by sun ra we have the song by the stone roses what the world is waiting for we have a band called Embrace. If you like bands like The Verve and Oasis, this is another one that kind of falls in there. Embrace with all you good, good people. 
Then we have the band The Killers with Human. We have Where Did All the Love Go by Kasabian. And finally, we have the song Say Something by James. That is our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Rehumanization. Hey, did you guys know? What am I going to say? If you've listened to the show for any period of time, what do you think I'm going to say? All right, let's see if you're right. Plants improve the air around you, and they can help to improve your mood. It's a scientific fact, people. I'm not making this stuff up. Leafy is the world's first ever patented self-watering plant container. Check out their website because they're not just selling these plant containers and the plants, which they are, but they're promoting the concept of taking a plant with you places. Have a pet plant to go. Very cool stuff. You can check out their awesome website at leafy.com, which is spelled L-E-A-F-V-E.com. We also want to say hello to our friends at DesignCraft. Guys, check out DesignCraft as they are at the forefront of the millwork industry, constantly innovating to meet custom needs. You can just check out how cool their work is on their website too. It is designcraft.com and this is how they spell it. D-E-Z-I-G-N-K-R-A-F-T.com. A big thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. This show simply would not exist without you. If you could all continue to pass this podcast along to your friends, if you find it enjoyable, if they need to hear something positive or have some companionship, that's just going to not judge them, but be there for them. And if that includes you, that's wonderful. Please keep letting people know that we exist. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by none other than my friend, Mr. John Villafuerte. There there it is now. Until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time.